the Boston Bruins finished off a four-game road trip with a 3-0 win over the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday. They're now 6-0-0, and yes, you can say they've played inferior opponents, but wins are wins, and we'll take them when we can get them. And we're going to break it all down here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Wednesday, October 25th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase just noticed that Linus Allmark knocked down behind me let's put him back up and we have to pull up our Boston Bruins goalies because they have been fantastic to begin this season we'll get into all that in a moment first a quick reminder you can find the podcast on x instagram threads at locked nhl bruins and you can find me my Hockey thoughts and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. All right, let's get into it. The Bruins winning 3 0 last night, defeating the Chicago Blackhawks, sweeping a four game road trip, and extending their season opening win streak to six games. They're now 6 0 0, and they have a chance to make history. Tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks, we'll talk about that a little later on. And you can already see the rumblings about this six-game winning streak. It has equaled the best six-game start in franchise history, dating back to 1937. But it has come against inferior opponents. They've played the Blackhawks twice. They have played um, the Anaheim Ducks and the San Jose Sharks, who are basement dwellers in the Pacific Division. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings, pretty good team. They have legitimate playoff hopes. Nashville Predators, a bit of a bubble team as well. And now they will play the Ducks again tomorrow night. All this before playing an Eastern Conference opponent. And a lot of people. I've seen on X in my mention saying, well, look who they're playing. It doesn't matter until the playoffs. Do it when it matters most, et cetera, et cetera. But wins are wins. And there's no gimmies in the NHL, especially when you're on a season opening four-game road trip that takes you several time zones away across two time zones and they're still able to get the job done and Jeremy Sweeman said they knew they had a challenge in front of them coming to the west coast time changes 
everything you could find excuses for, but they used it to their advantage and it gives them a lot of momentum going forward. Don't discount the boost that this season opening win streak gives them. You lose Patrice Bergeron, you lose David Krejci, a bunch of faces that were there to end last season are gone. Several new faces in the mix. Imagine they went 0-6 and there was all these questions that pop up and everybody criticizing Don Sweeney, everybody criticizing Jim Montgomery. But no, they took this opportunity. They're molding their identity. They gave up just four goals. They prioritized goaltending, prioritized defense in the offseason, keeping that foundation intact. Resisting the temptation to sell high on Linus Allmark. Uh, not making many changes on the blue line. Minus Connor Clifton out. Kevin Shattenkirk in. And it wasn't you know, a dominant road trip per se. But they were able to build their identity. Grind it out. Not give up. Be a heavy team. And they got the results in large part due to the goaltending, which has been uh, spectacular to begin the season. Are they going to maintain this crazy save percentage? Probably not, but they have the horses to ride and they can maintain a, a very high level of goaltending right now at all strengths, their goaltending is at 95.93 save percentage. That's highest in the NHL. They're second at five on five. The penalty kill has been near perfect, and that has been huge for them. Wins are wins. Look, I've been a fan of this team for 30 plus years. I've been covering this team for various outlets for almost 20 years. They've won one Stanley Cup. So if that's all that it's about, then you're not going to have a very fun hockey experience. You have to enjoy the wins along the way. All signs were pointing to this team taking steps back, and it's probably going to happen. They're not going to maintain this uh, level of play. And yes, tougher opponents are coming. But at the moment, they're 6-0, and and that's something to enjoy, to celebrate. Soak it in. It's fun. Uh, and you know, Jeremy Swayman up to 10 career shutouts, third most by a Bruins goalie before age 25, before franchise legends, Frank Brimzik and Tuka Rask, huge momentum for the Bruins, a team that kept Connor Bedard and company off the score sheet. It looked as though Bedard had scored again against the Bruins, but it was negated. Uh, because of a successful offside challenge. They kept him to zero shots on goal. What a strong defensive effort it was. Um, and the eyes in the sky, Matty Myers, Dan the Man, Matt Myers, Dan Darrow, they get a lot of credit for uh, making the right call there and keeping it 0-0 before the Bruins were able to uh, to take over there and get the win. So yes, tougher opponents are coming. We got Detroit, Florida, Toronto coming up soon. Yes, we want 
them to get into the playoffs and succeed there. But wins are wins. They're 6-0-0. It's October 25th. There's no reason not to enjoy what the Bruins have been up to so far. And a large part of that has been the play of rookie center Matt Potra. We'll talk about the increasingly strong case for him to stay up with the Boston Bruins past the nine-game tryout. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. They have over 122 million parts for your ride, and you'll also find exactly what you're looking for with the eBay Guaranteed Fit. Your part is guaranteed every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. But get on the road in style with eBay Motors. Check out ebaymotors.com. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. Tomorrow, we'll preview the game coming up against the Anaheim Ducks and also do our first installment of the Cup Check, where we look at the top five teams around the NHL and assess where the Bruins stand in relation to the true Stanley Cup contenders. Let's talk about Matt Potra. Scoring again last night, the Bruins were ahead 1-0 early in the third, and the rookie center doubled the lead when he, along with Morgan Geeky, credit to him, disrupted a play at the Bruins' blue line. Corey Perry lost the puck. Potter turned on the Jets, sailed past Perry. Philip Kurashev wasn't able to catch him, and he finished off a breakaway chance past Chicago goalie Peter Mrazek. For his third goal in two games, Mrazek, I should say, has been very good to start the season. So it's no easy uh, no easy goal there on that one. Potra said he was coming up high in the zone because they had three up high. Geeks made a hard play and it squirted out, saw a lot of open ice. So his thinking was just skate as fast as he can. Fortunate to pull away and find the back of the net. He is the eighth teenager in franchise history with three goals through his first career NHL games joining the likes of get these names Bep Gadolin, Norman LaVey, Glenn Murray, Russ Kopak, Luke Dufour, Bill Schill, and Peter Kalus. I talked last week after the San Jose game where that was a bit of a, a, a dip for Patra and how Perhaps his diminishing ice time and maybe hitting a wall there made the Bruins question a bit whether or not a return to junior was in his future. Since then, he responded with flying colors. Had a very strong game against the Kings, who have incredible center depth. He had the two goals against the Ducks. A goal last night against the Blackhawks. And at the moment, it seems impossible. Maybe that's too strong. 
foolish, unwise at the very least to send him back. He gives them their best chance to win on any given night when he's in the lineup. 19 years old, he has all the confidence in the world. He says he felt like he's gotten better and better as the road trip went on. It's a very good sign. Shift by shift, confidence level is pretty high. He's getting used to the system, more comfortable game in and game out. And he said as he gels into it, it makes everything a little more simpler. Knowing where people are, being able to come up the ice. Once we're in the ozone, he can use his hockey IQ and try to make some plays. Jim Montgomery was asked point blank whether Patra has solidified his spot on the roster past the nine game threshold in which he could be sent back here to Guelph. And Montgomery said Patra's quote, making it hard on us, isn't he? Again, Patra, 19 years old, signed his entry level deal. Once he hits the 10 game mark, is first year of his contract kicks in. They can still send him back to junior after that point, but he's on the books for the first year of his entry-level contract. If they send him back before that 10-game mark, his entry-level contract slides so they could get these nine games out of him plus an additional three seasons on his entry-level deal. What that means is he would be eligible for a new contract when he is 22 as opposed to 23. Does that matter to the Bruins or do they want to put the best possible team out there? And he gives them that look at the moment. Who's going to fill that role? You could Morgan Geeky was brought into play center, but you could argue those two are making each other better. And Geeky's effectiveness has come from being paired with, with Matt Patra. Yes, they did some line juggling, but those two have played very, very well together. Montgomery went on to say Potra's done a terrific job um, doing it at both ends of the ice, which is very important to the Bruins. He believes that not only he's in the NHL, but he can play and play well. He's not starstruck. He's not lost out there. He's in the NHL, and he's playing at an NHL level. Um, so what does that mean for his long-term status with the Bruins? I mean, it's hard to believe that they would send him back at this point. Uh, both Patra and Johnny Beecher have injected energy into the team. Uh, Patra scored, Trent Frederick scored his second of the year less than a minute later. Um, Montgomery said both of those young guys bring some good energy to the bench. They're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and they bring positive innocence with them. And you need that. It can get stale, stagnant. You need that injection of energy. Now, I did see some talk about, yeah, keep Patra, but send him to Team Canada to play for the World Juniors. I don't see that. If you're going to keep him, it's because... He gives you the best chance to win. So why would you send him away for a couple weeks um, and weaken your team in the process? Yes, they banked these 12 points early on with six big wins, but it's not going to get any easier. The Red Wings seem legit. 
the Senators have a good opportunity to be disruptors here, but the Buffalo Sabres beat them last night. They could be making a run here. It's not going to get any easier in the Atlantic, and the Bruins need all the points they can get. So it wouldn't make sense to keep Patra, but then give him away at Christmas when those points still count. They still matter. But as of right now, I can't envision driving 10 minutes down to the Sleeman Center and watching Matt Potra play for the Guelph Storm anytime soon. Uh, these Boston Bruins have a chance to make history tomorrow night and uh, talk about how here coming up in a moment. Game time is the ticketing app you need to get seats for your next game, concert, comedy show, what have you. I've used game time for baseball tickets, concert tickets. I was able to see the view from my seat before I bought the tickets. I knew exactly what to expect when I arrived. And they're all in prices, showed my total upfront, so I knew what I was getting without any hidden fees. Bought two tickets in seconds with two taps, delivered right to my phone. With zone deals, you can pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your purchase. Terms apply, but create an account, redeem code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off. GameTime, last-minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. The Boston Bruins will be back in action on Thursday as they host the Anaheim Ducks, a team that they just beat a few days ago. And with a win, they would set a record for most wins to begin a season. Like I mentioned earlier, 6-0-0 tied the 1937-38 team. How cool would it be to set a new record here in the centennial season? They set all kinds of records last year. Wins, points, etc. Expectations were a bit lower coming into the season. Yes, they've had a very softish schedule, but being able to set the franchise win streak record in the centennial season uh, would be pretty, pretty cool indeed. Um, and they'll be playing an Anaheim Ducks team that just quite frankly is not very good. We'll preview that game fully tomorrow, but right now they're two and four uh, minus three goal differential sixth in the Pacific, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, contrary to what I said earlier, are closer to the basement than the Anaheim Ducks. A couple loose threads from last night's game. Jacob Lauko left in the third period after a very scary play where he took a skate to the area around his left eye. He was rushed off the ice, a lot of blood, very scary. Montgomery said Lauko is good, thankfully. Always scary with the skate. He got it in the corner of his eye, but his eye is good. Nothing touched the eye. So thank goodness for that. Uh, it was great to see Pavel Zaka get his first goal of the season on a tip from a Kevin Shattenkirk point shot. 350 
into the second period. Um, Shattenkirk was praised by Montgomery for the shot and said the B's defense core overall did a better job being active in the offensive zone. Um, I should add, not all the defensemen have looked great so far. Hambus Lindholm does not look nearly as good as he did at the beginning of last season. I'm not sure what is going on with him, whether it's a health issue or or something, but he just does not look uh, like a very confident player out there, and hopefully he's able to get things going here uh, coming up soon because the Bruins will need him for uh, sustained success this season. Brad Marchand, David Pasternak didn't have the strongest of games either. Um, overpassing a little bit on the power play, which did not score last night. They, yeah, just looked a bit out of sync. Perhaps it was some fatigue there after the road trip. Uh, who knows what was going on, but again, Matt Patra bringing that energy, able to step up and help secure the win for the Boston Bruins, who are now 6-0-0 with a chance to make history tomorrow night in the centennial season, which would be pretty cool. On tomorrow's show, again, we'll preview the game against the Ducks, do our weekly cup check, and bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins, who are off today after traveling from Chicago to Boston. Didn't get in until the wee hours of the morning, uh, so they're getting a much-deserved day of rest and they'll be back on the ice tomorrow preparing for the game against Anaheim. Hope you enjoyed the frenzy last night. I didn't watch ESPN's coverage. I was focused on the Bruins game. But uh, hopefully they're able to do this again on a Saturday where they can spread the games out beginning at like 1 p.m. until 10 p.m. start or whatever. Hope you're all doing well. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on another brand new episode of Locked On Boston Ruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.